You are listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 180, Criticism. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? All right, welcome back to another episode. We are wrapping up October, so that is going to be fun. Um, Who here is getting ready for Noel November? That is going to start next week, so you can go and join the free group, uh, No Yelling Parents, from either my website, www.coachmegthomas.com, or you can do it from my Instagram bio, my link in my Instagram bio. So go and check that out. That's always fun to do it with a team. I like to do things as a group. That's always fun for me. So today I want to talk about criticism. Um, and we're going we're gonna to do a lot of pretending and imagining today, right? So I want you to imagine for a while that you are the one in charge of dinner, right? Now, sometimes maybe you create something delicious and amazing And other times, well, you maybe just put out some cereal boxes or some bread and peanut butter and jam or order pizza and you're just grateful you did something, anything at all. Now, let's pretend your husband or your spouse or partner whatever comes home and sees the cereal boxes on the counter. They look around and now they see the house is a mess. Oh man, and they just looked at you and you, you look like a mess too. And maybe he then starts criticizing you and says, what have you been doing all day? You haven't even showered and you smell and look disgusting. It is so gross. And cereal? Cereal. Why in the world do I go to work at all? We have money for groceries. I go to work you make meals. Would it kill you to put forth some effort to actually make me a decent meal? Now, if this happened to you, how would you feel? Maybe you'd cry. Maybe you'd get angsty and you'd tell him what you think. Maybe a little bit of both. Either way, you probably don't think too highly of your husband. The next day when dinner rolls around, if you're a people pleaser, you may go out of your way to try to please him, even if you're exhausted and frazzled and you're at the edge of a breakdown, but you just want to please somebody so bad. If you're a rebel, well, then you may go out to eat and not get him anything at all. So when he comes home from dinner, you're not even going to be there. You're going to be out to a restaurant, maybe out of spite. You put the cereal boxes out again. Like, what are you going to say now? Once again, this is probably not going to end well. Instead, it's probably going to create a very sad cycle of you both being irritated and annoyed with the other person. So let's try this a different way, shall we? Let's go back and you're putting out cereal boxes for dinner. House is a mess. You're still in your pajamas. Your husband walks in. He looks around. He sees the mess in the house. He sees the cereal. And instead of criticizing, he says, I am so grateful that you put out cereal Did you have a long day? Are you okay? Maybe he says, did you get to do something fun at least? Did you maybe get a nap in? And he actually is truly interested and concerned about you. Are you okay? Did you do something fun? 
it's not the end of the world that we had cereal, right? Happily heeds the cereal while you gush over him that you married the most amazing man ever. Thank you so much for being understanding. I did have a really hard day and I was doing my best and I wanted to get ready, but honestly, I just didn't. Or maybe it's that Honestly, I had the time today, but the kids and I ended up playing the funnest game ever and school was so amazing and it was so dreamy. I didn't want to quit. So thank you for being understanding that we did cereal, right? If that were what would happen, you would just gush over the most amazing husband who is so patient with you, so understanding with you, even if you had just chosen to read a book all day. And he says, wow, I'm so glad you got to do something you love. I appreciate you. What would you do the next day if that's how he showed up? Maybe you put forth a little bit more effort and maybe make his favorite dinner to show him how much you appreciate him. Maybe you still have your pajamas on, but hey, maybe you put on deodorant this time. This would then start to create a cycle where each of you try to be nice to the other person, but also very patient and understanding with the other person. Now, instead of this being your husband, Let's say it's you to your child. You walk in and you find a mess. What do you do? Do you start criticizing them? Oh my goodness. You guys are such lazy punks. I asked you to do one thing. Would it have killed you to just do it? I do so much around this house and this is ridiculous that you cannot just help out. Maybe you start to yell at them and tell them how awful they are and that they don't even appreciate you. They will probably feel about the same as you would if your husband did that to you. If your children are people pleasers, they'll try to be in charge of your mood and try to make mom happy. I'm so sorry, mom. I'm so sorry. We'll do anything to make you happy, right? And if you have a rebellious one, well, they might tell you where to go. They maybe will yell back at you. Maybe they will just avoid you and try to not even come home. People do not enjoy unsolicited criticism. It often shuts them down because they often make it mean something about them and their value. So what do you do instead? Just like in the second husband scenario, you can get curious. See if they were having an off day. Maybe they were getting into something really fun and lost track of time. Maybe they just forgot and a gentle reminder could go a long way. Why do people feel the need to criticize? Now, I found this from Brene Brown, and I thought it was so interesting. She says, criticism is a coping mechanism used by people who feel unworthy. Its purpose is to shift the spotlight off of oneself and onto someone or something else in an effort to feel safe. So maybe you come home, you see a mess and you feel like a bad mother because you have a story that if you were a good mother, your kids would just listen to you and not make messes. I want you to get curious about things that you are critical about. And I want to think you to think, what are you making that mean? If your kid wears a certain outfit and you get critical about it, why? What are you making that mean? I actually overheard a parent one time tell me that, what their children wears is a reflection of them. So you could see then why they would be very critical because they are making it mean something about them as a parent. Let's see, where else am I? Get lost on my notes, sorry friends. There we are. 
One of the biggest ones I see is getting critical about your child's writing, whether it's the handwriting, whether it is their story, and getting very critical about their spelling, punctuation, the story doesn't make sense, and getting really critical about everything your child is doing with writing. If you want to know a really quick way to shut a child down to hate writing, continue to criticize it. So if that is you, what are you making your child's writing mean, right? Does it mean that they're going to be an inept adult that's going to live in your basement forever if they don't know the proper use of a semicolon? Does it, what, like, what are you making it mean? I have spelling errors all the time and I mess up on punctuation even when I don't mean to and I enjoy writing, right? Um, what are you making it mean about your kid that they're not going to be able to get into a good school or something like that? Then you can see and understand with yourself why are you getting critical with it? If you are getting critical about their reading, why? It's not fast enough. They're messing up on words and you're criticizing a lot of the things. Why? Now, if I suggest to not be critical, you don't need to go to the other extreme and let your child just do whatever it is they want, right? So if, if you come in and the house is a mess and you're like, I'm not going to be critical, it's like, friends, please throw food against the walls, jump on more couches, like go big or go home. You don't have to go to that extreme. There is always space in the middle and a lot of space in the middle. In the middle of being critical and doing nothing is teaching. So teach your child how to write and then allow them time and space to figure it out. Teach your children how to clean and then allow for them to be human and make mistakes. So often we want our children to remember the golden rule or we get after them for being mean. But then do you justify it if you are mean or critical? If you don't want someone to be mean or critical to, the, to you, then why do you do that to someone else, especially your children? So your journal questions today are to look back at times that you have been critical. Now, this is to not judge yourself or to say that you're a horrible human. This is to review, just like a sports player would go and review tape to see how could I do that better. You are going to do the same thing with how can I show up better. So go back to a time that you were critical and write down, what did I make that mean? Then, once you have awareness, you can decide, do I want to keep that thought? And if not, what do you want to make it mean instead? I hope this helps as we are heading into No Yell November, because I know being critical is a quick way for a lot of parents to then hurry and quickly get to yelling. If you are wanting even more help to really kick yelling and being critical to the curb, then friends, you need to come and check out Mama's members. I have my no yelling course and all my bonus coaching calls available to everyone um, in Mama's members. So let's go and have an amazing month of not yelling or being critical for all of November. All right. Love you, friends. Have a good one. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's members a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there.